Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Let's get into our QB1 segment. Kind of just a continuation of what we're talking about. I don't know if this will be Justin Fields' only 1,000-yard rushing season, and I don't know that I want it to be. I, I, I think that with the more I think about the Chicago Bears' future and, I, and the more I watch Justin Fields play, I don't know that I want him to stop running. And I don't know that that's something I realized earlier in the year because – Again, for reasons that, that I've stated, I, I think that you don't want to deny somebody from reaching their full potential because they have such a unique skill set. And in the open field, his combination of power and strength and speed is unmatched in the NFL. So I don't know that they will – this will be the only season he, he, he surpasses 1,000 yards. But that said – I, that also makes him impossible for me to – impossible for, for, for him to be measured by the traditional measurement in, uh, that we do NFL quarterbacks. QBR, passer rating, these are the typical metrics that we use to, to evaluate quarterbacks on a weekly basis, on a season, ba- the season basis. I don't think they apply to Justin Fields. Uh, understood. Uh, and I don't know where he is uh, in the QBR category this year. You may have a better idea than I, I do. I think he's 26th or, or, or somewhere in the – I'm looking up here. Uh, yeah, tw- 26th in, in passer rating, which sandwiches him right now between Mac Jones and Carson Wentz. Okay, so that's that's where you're at for, for the season on passer rating, 85.4. Um, I don't know what his QBR is. The one thing that is always – I get that QBR helps you – um, get a more complete picture of a quarterback because it allows you to take into account his, his running ability. Where I checked out completely on QBR after not being a buyer to begin with was when Mitch Trubisky finished a season like in the top four or three of, of the league in QBR and people were using that as a, a metric to say, look, Mitch is going to be an elite quarterback. And you said, just use your eyes. He ain't that. And that metric isn't isn't doing him any favors because it's, it's saying that he's better than he is. Justin's a totally different animal as an athlete, as a runner, as everything else that's there um but i don't know would you do you know where he's at I'm yes sure. i do because okay. I, I, i'm come prepared because i i had a, a version of this conversation on the morning show on uh, on mullion hall um on thursday morning because I, I i just think it's impossible to capture what he does in these traditional metrics he's 12th in qbr which i think takes context into the equation and measures opponents, some other things, whereas passer rating is strictly touchdowns, completions, yards, and interceptions. QBR takes a couple other factors, and he is 12th behind, get this, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, Jacoby Brissett, 
don't tell anybody in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Tua, and Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty good company to keep. And I think that I, I use that to see the disparity, the 26 in passer rating, 12th in QBR. And I asked the question about where does Justin Fields in terms of quarterbacks when you start to list guys that you would want to win this year or for the next three to five years, the answer is different in every organization. And it made me think in the context of everything we're saying, there really isn't a, a metric that exists right now that measures what Justin Fields means to the Bears. Well, he, here's what I've been sort of trained during my time covering the league to look at, right? When, when you're looking at successful quarterbacks, and we've talked about this on the show before, the money-making situations are third down in the red zone, right? And so if you look at an offensive success in those situations, the Bears have gone shooting up the board on third down. And particularly in, since, since that mini-buy, they have skyrocketed. And they're now a top-six team in the league in third down. And that does give you a measure because guess what? Justin's converting a lot of those with his legs, and he's converting some of those with his arms, right? And so it tells you, okay, when you're on the money down, what do you do with it? Then there's the red zone, right? And that's another area where you got to turn trips inside the 20 into six points instead of three. And I think they're up to 13th now in the league in the red zone. So they've made a dramatic climb from where they were in the Matt Nagy era. Then you look at points scored, right? Like this is the metric that, that games are won and lost by. I think they're top 20 now. I think they're at 19th. That's obviously weighed down by what they did at the start of the year where they couldn't get out of their own way and they were stuck in the mud for a while. They need to climb there. And so I think there are some other metrics that can kind of give you a, a, a glimpse statistically into how a quarterback's um, effectiveness is translating over into the production of his offense. And so those are two to three to keep an eye on third down red zone and, and total scoring. And this is an interesting conversation for me because everybody's got completely enamored and rightfully so by that four game stretch where they were averaging 32 points a game. Well, then what's happened the last two games that Justin started, it's been 24 points. It's been 19 points. Again, we've got four more games to see what the sample size shows us on the way out the door of 2022 as to, are they able to sustain the, the offense explosion that they've had or do teams adjust, right? And they play different defense on you and they challenge you in different ways. And you've got to play that chess game with them and try to get things unlocked. And the bears are going to have to respond to some of this. They're going to have to respond to this coming up against some pretty good opponents down the stretch. Um, as you mentioned the other day, I think that the toughest remaining schedule of any team in the league. So those are, those are some things to, to keep an eye on as, as we kind of keep an eye. And then I think you're as uh, in tune to this as I am, I think it's just, it's just the eye test, right? Like your eyes don't lie to you most times, right? Particularly if you're coming from a lens of, of objectivity and not trying to create an inherent desire uh, into a, a conclusion that you make as, as you know, some might, but I, I think your eyes will tell you if it's, if it's looking the way it's supposed to. That's what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that when you look at all these rankings and whether he's 26 or 12th, whatever, you know, that it, you, it's not the traditional answer. I, I don't know if you're ranking quarterbacks and guys you would want, you have to consider the roster. You have to consider the skill set. You have to consider a lot of things when saying, well, gee, I'd rather somebody called this morning and said, oh, I, who'd you rather have, Justin Herbert or Justin Fields? Well, on the surface, it's an easy one. Justin Herbert is a guy that has the <laughs> magical right arm and fits the prototype much more than Justin Fields does. At the same time, what's the objective here? Do you, are, what kind of team do you have? What kind of defense are you playing? Justin Fields might be the right guy for that one Sunday against a given opponent. Don't pay attention or, I guess, ignore the metrics and the rankings and the traditional 
measurements if you can, because your eyes will tell you what you're seeing. The other thing to consider, Dan, and this is a little bit out there, but I do wonder this, and I'm always going to wonder this, if Justin Fields ends up becoming the kind of quarterback that I think a lot of people think he can be, and that that's a star, is that how much of the Bears' desperation in his second season, the first full season as a starter, lead to his ability to execute or to reveal this kind of skill because it was necessary to be revealed. Yes. It, it was called into action because they stunk and didn't have receivers and didn't have an offensive line and didn't have weaponry. Whereas had they tried to fit him in the traditional box, he might've stayed there and struggled <laughs> and pounded, wanted out. Whereas he had to be a star because he had nobody else around to help. I'm, I, I'm with you on that. I used the plane analogy earlier about the changes that they made getting this off the runway. And before that, it was like those old, uh, you know, black and white Wright Brothers films when the, the first couple times they tried to, to fly a plane and you, you just you, you picture the guy going up in the air and then slamming his face into the dirt and going, oh, boy, we better try something else because this didn't get us into the air. We weren't first in flight this time. So let's let's try to, to figure this out from here. Justin is incredibly devoted to this process, right? And and that is a, a compliment that is high praise. It's from teammates, it's from coaches, it's from people that have been around him. It is going to allow him to evolve the way that he needs to in the way they need him to for their given plan. Now they've just got to figure out what that is. You know, they figured it out for the short term. And I think the, the conversations that have been being had, which is where some of the infighting has happened in this city, is are the short-term solutions long-term viable, right? Mm -hmm. and so now those, those are the questions that the people that are, are empowered in that building and paid a lot of money to answer those questions must solve. That's your head coach and his staff. It's your front office, your general manager and that staff. They got to figure that out and, and, and we'll see where they take it because it's, it's fascinating because it is a totally different conversation, one, than we're used to having in this city because we haven't had a quarterback that allows you to, to, to dream in the way that Justin allows you to dream. And he also has a skill set that just it's, it's so uh, – versatile and well-rounded and, and not necessarily traditional that it, it creates uh, some fun riddles, but it also creates some complex riddles as well. It's a fun conversation. No doubt about that. 